0: the
1: My pappy said, "Son, you're gonna drive me drinking if you don't stop driving." That's funny, funny
0: car. Tell him it's your car
1: and you do what you want with it. I own this car, I do as I please. I also own the highway. My taxes paid
0: for that. They're both mine. I own the highway and I own the car. I own everything. <laughs>
1: That's the Rookie
0: Suarez up and over
1: Regan Smith. Welcome to the Throwing Wrenches Podcast. Welcome to Throwing Wrenches. This is Eric Stahl. I'm Daryl Scott. And this is a podcast that heard it that way. Is Mm. that how that
0: goes? Mm. The micro thing? Yeah, a friend way of mine I, told
1: me to listen to Mike Rowe, and he said, that's the way this podcast heard it, or something like that.
0: The way I heard it? Something. One of those but things. But did
1: this podcast hear it that way? <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe, not sure, maybe, maybe we talk c- about micro a lot, so maybe we did hear it that way,
1: so stealing his uh, his catchphrase might not be a good idea
0: it's a form of flattery, uh, right? yeah
1: that's what comedians always say,
0: yeah, we're still working on the catchphrase in the meantime, thanks for listening, and we are back this week with yet again another special guest. we'll uh, get to that in our a first repeat guest, I believe it is it is actually he's a three peat but we didn't release the first oh, one we talk about that's <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that for after the show exactly. All right, Uh, special thanks to some sponsors. Eric, why don't you hit them up?
1: All right, Uh, Gabe Casey at the Casey Law Office. That's found at CLOpeoria.com. He is our legal eagle, our our legal super owner, and uh, Gabe is versed in all law. He is contract law and uh, actually automotive law. He told me the other day he had an automotive case where a customer bought a used car, and the used car had a broken piece on it that was supposed to be certified. Yeah. And uh, apparently you can come back on the dealership for that, so... He's your guy to call. You get a bad car deal, think it's gone south, not getting any uh, help from the dealership, you can call Gabe Casey at CLOPiore.com. Check him out. He is definitely our guy.
0: Yep, yep, good guy there. And would also like to say a special thank you to Fort's Toyota of Pekin. They're available on the web at wwwtoyota com. Whether it's a new Toyota or certified used vehicle or just some service you need, you might be able to uh, arrange that through Fort's Toyota of Pekin. They're 15 minutes from anywhere right in beautiful North Pekin, Illinois, right off of... Uh, Illinois 29, so very convenient location. I want to thank them for uh, for sponsoring the show and also occasionally offering uh, some studio space yes, for us. Yes,
1: we are coming to you live from uh, the Fort's Toyota Studios in lovely North Beacon, Illinois. Um, this is where we always do our shows when we have special guests, and we want to make sure that we have like a tidy room to do it in. Right.
0: <laughs> it's not an embarrassing basement like, like I have or... Kitchen, we do, we do it in the kitchen sometimes in my place, but yeah. anyways, we're, uh, we're very, very happy that you're with us, and we're also very happy that our guest is with us, uh, but first and foremost, we're no, going to You're not some... going to thank the Peoria Podcast Alliance? No, because every time I do, you're like, mm, hurry up, hurry up, quickly, get it over with.
1: Anyway, check them out, Peoria Podcast Alliance, it's com. those guys have a bunch of good shows, they're all Peoria-centric, right. and we always want to support the local guy. There of you course. Go. Done. Done. Anyways, huh. All right. about your host, do you know Daryl Scott? He's a man of many talents. He's an ex-radio jock, and he can swap brakes on a 53 Plymouth, or he can resto-mod a 70s Volvo. I won't be driving with him on Grandview, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend yeah, it. Yeah, he can bring home the bacon and fry it up in the pan. He's Daryl Scott.
0: Yeah. And Eric Stahl likes cars. He likes camping. He likes putting himself in dangerous situations with motor vehicles and escaping unscathed, usually. He's not the hero Gotham needs. He's the hero that Gotham deserves. Eric Stahl.
1: Tune out after this. That's right. Anyway, and our special guest, thank you very much for coming back, special guest. If you haven't guessed, it's Regan. Regan is our man from Toyota. Mr. Wolf from Pulp Fiction has nothing on Ooh. this guy. Ooh. When it comes to cleaners, Regan's the man that all Toyota dealers <laughs> call to clean up the mess. Welcome, Regan. Wow, that
2: is an amazing intro. Not to mention that you guys both swapped amazing intros. but oh, uh, thanks! It's my favorite part of the show when yeah. I listen. But
0: I, I, do, I just want to throw this out here too. Like you're you're slightly better looking than Harvey Keitel. I just want to throw that wow. out there. Oh, whoa!
2: Oh, geez. Yeah. No the, flirting on the show.
1: No, this just, the, I tapper.
2: think I counted three specials, repeat guest, and the Wolf. Now, that's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. To be Harvey compared Keitel. to Harvey
1: Keitel, I mean that's or to pretty be cool. That's high credit. Yeah. What thanks, he,
2: guys. What did Mr. Wolf drive? Them was it a? That was an Acura NSX. Yes. <laughs> Okay, yes. I thought it was it was a, '90s cars, man. Yes, yeah, I was yeah. there. I'm right there. Regan's all about the yeah. That's, that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, that was awesome. That kind of made my that made the movie for me. Did yeah. it?
1: Yeah. That that car really the Nova was awesome.
2: Where the guy got his yeah,
1: head yeah, blown yeah. off. Yeah. It was
0: kind of dirty at the end of yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Didn't he? Did he get out of the car with a leggy gal?
0: No, it was no. Julia Sweeney from SNL. She like was, Pat. Well, no,
1: she, yeah. Okay, that's right. Because she was like the the garbage junk. Operator, <laughs> yeah. something like that, yeah. right? They're gonna, yeah. They took the Nova to go yeah. get crushed. That and was crushed a really weird role. Yeah, and he took her out in the Acura. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird role that she was there.
0: That whole movie was weird. I love Tarantino. Yeah, I love Jackie Brown. I love all the other stuff. But like, Pulp Fiction's got some just weird stuff. What about
1: in it. Uh, the Hollywood movie? You seen that?
0: I've not. I've not that. seen that. There's got yeah. so yeah, to be so much malaise in that.
1: that. I did see the Joker this last week. Yeah, There's so much malaise in that. I don't know what the era. I mean, I think it's supposed to be in the late 70s or early 80s. Yeah, but every car I saw on a corner somewhere, I'm like. Oh, Daryl should see this. Just some
0: <laughs> gross, like, 70s monstrosity. Gotham City.
2: It. Yeah, the cars of Gotham City,
1: right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, before we get too far into this, thanks for listening. If you get a chance, please share it on Facebook. Please share it on other social media sites. I even share it on Twitter, Daryl. Do you even have a Twitter handle?
0: I do, but I'm, I'm not on it. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing wrenches? I'm, uh, no, I... Th- what is my Twitter handle? <laughs> no, I think it's like D Scott seventy nine or
1: something okay. stupid.
2: I, I have a very similar Twitter that I've never Dude. used either. Yeah.
1: I got like five Twitters.
0: So you don't you don't troll like politicians or uh, Well, no? not that anybody knows of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, Dear Elijah's Donald son. Trump, this yeah. is how I feel. Right. Yeah. Dear Taylor Swift, your album. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Twitter Twitter's great for breaking news yeah. or it's also good for throwing wrenches, Daryl. It is. Yeah. It kid, it can be yeah <laughs> we should secure that
1: linkedin instagram facebook i share it everywhere tiktok I uh no tiktok no. i thought that's
0: for little kids I mean, vine are we on vine and the vine i think vine is over did, did that did that blow over <laughs> how about friendster eric are we on friendster <laughs> no in myspace definitely not yeah, i was there gonna either. i was gonna go to myspace yeah
2: yeah anyway
1: please share the show we uh, want to make sure we get as many people listening to this uh, little automotive podcast as we can there are thousands of gearheads out there who uh, love fine podcasts and are definitely wanting to tune into those guys. Definitely. Also, if you know somebody who's in the know with the car business or uh, has an interesting story, definitely lives in Central Illinois. Uh, we would love to talk to them or have them on the show. So certainly hook them up with us. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. We also need your feedback in
0: your Apple reviews. Absolutely. If you haven't yet done that, we really appreciate that. There's been some folks who've given us some feedback on the
1: Yeah, and I didn't check for fresh Apple reviews. I will tell you this. The podcast app on Apple changed with the last iOS update. It is awful. It is terrible. I can actually listen to a podcast after clicking on it, and it doesn't show up as a now playing, which my phone is pretty much up to date. I don't know what's going on, so... Uh, if you're noticing some problems there, go to Spotify. I can tell you this. It works perfectly on Spotify.
0: Yeah, and we also love hearing all the feedback. Good, bad, and different. We had uh, the, the last show, we we, have, we actually had quite a bit, uh, mostly on the glass pack oh, issue. Well, that was that was you, people hating on you for that. Yeah. yeah, I'm
2: not exactly happy with you either. You're a
0: glass pack fan,
2: Regan?
1: Yeah.
0: He has a Model T, of a, course. Yeah, a. whatever, whatever. And so. it
2: has brand new glass packs on it. <laughs> As a matter of fact. I didn't
1: know that before I piled on there, but I figured that car probably Uh, had something. And they come in various
2: names, like you mentioned. You know, the Smitties to the Turbos and the Cherry Bombs. Sure, sure. But they're all glass packs at the end of the day, and yeah, um, don't hate.
0: Lesson learned. Lesson learned. I can can retract my last statement. Can you? Can you apologize to the uh, rest of the listeners? I'm sorry. Between
2: that and the Lisa Loeb references, yeah, it was... It's a bit much. Whoa, yeah.
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the problem with Lisa?
2: I like her. I like her. <laughs> but that last quip at the very end in the credits just, Dude, yeah, that, that, was, <laughs> that was the best. That's, <laughs> that's the high production value you expect from this show, by the uh, way. I appreciate so that. So if yeah. you missed the last podcast,
0: <laughs> make sure you listen all the way through. Listen yeah. to the very end. Yes. It's a little, it's it's almost like the uh, Avengers movies, right. like the Marvel movies. You have, yes. to, you yes. have, yes. To, you have to hear little, it all. It's a little Easter egg back yeah, there, right? right. Yeah. All right, so Eric, what's going on? We're gonna talk about some projects and stuff going on. Uh, last I checked, you and your, your your lovely son were doing a whole bunch of plastidip madness in we, the driveway.
1: Yeah, we're the plastidip kings of uh of Mackinac, <laughs> so, I believe now. Um so I I'd, I'd mentioned last time I had the antenna project I was gonna do, didn't quite get to that, but my son had had earned the right for us to uh to work on the plastic project. And so we started a friend of mine, Mike Lane, had said you could roll it on. So we started doing the roll on thing.
0: And what and his vehicle is Oh, sorry. It's a 98
1: 4Runner. Right. It's uh just a little 2-wheel drive 4-cylinder 4Runner, but we lifted it. We put big 33s on it and
0: uh Stance is great. The thing looks <laughs> it looks beefy. It yeah. Looks nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he's 16. He he got his license 2 weeks ago and uh Unfortunately, because you have to wait nine months after you get your permit in the state of Illinois, and you have to drive like 500 hours, yeah. I had to wait until just here last week. He was already in school a couple, what, a month, so he'd been riding the bus, and so when he got his license, he was chomping the bit. So got the car going, drove it to school a day or two, and then I promised him that we would get the plastic Dip going. We rolled on a couple rolls. Like I said, Mike Lane had, had clued me in that you could roll it, because I didn't have a sprayer, and a sprayer set, if you ever look online, like sprayer set with... Uh plastic's like what, three hundred bucks or something like that. And I'm like, eh, I'm not spending that kind of money on this thing. And <laughs> sure. and the wife definitely wasn't spending that wasn't kind of money. Wasn't having it. Yeah. yeah. So uh we rolled it, we put on two rolls, and uh the the response was just garish. People were like, Oh my god, look at that. Because it looked like the partridge
0: family truck. I mean it looked looked pretty bad. Like a bunch of hippies got stoned and then started slapping tempera paint on yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's exactly what it looked like. But we got two thick layers on with the roller and I think that worked out pretty good around the roof rails and all that stuff. Uh, but then our friend of the show, Gabe Casey, said, I got a sprayer sitting up in my attic if you guys want to have a go at it. And I'm like, uh, yes, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we went through that first gallon on the rollers. So I got another gallon in the mail. I used Gabe Casey's sprayer. and
0: uh, Was it an air sprayer? like a? Demand? Yeah, it's okay. almost
1: like a shop vac. It's very low tech. It, it, mm. It's like a hair dryer with a, a tip on it. It's like a Wagner like a Wagner yeah, Power it, it Painter? It, paint. it, it's it, just it, like you paint yeah. a fence? It's, yeah. exa- it's exactly what it is. When you're uh, using it for too long, the the plastic will actually start almost getting like little airborne strips like flying in the air. Sweet. It's kind of like wild. splatter paint. Yeah. Were you wearing a respirator? No, we
2: wearing respirators. All right, It
1: was outside. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: That's fine.
1: In the garage. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: in the garage it's, outside. It's plastic. You cough it right up. Right, just come right out. Right, yeah. It's nice to live in the country, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know what that's like. If I did that, I'd probably had the police in my yard. Yeah, my uncle was all over me.
1: Get those respirators on. I'm like, oh, yeah, respirators. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think the gun would say on it, wear a respirator when doing this but it didn't anyway yes. let's get away from the respirator talk <laughs> okay regan said we're too down on the older shows we got to be up and we happy. need to be uplifting yeah, yeah. exactly we yeah. need to be, yeah need yeah. to get away from dark subjects well, like christmas cancer. is coming again and if you guys can drop tra- top your last
2: christmas episode of <laughs> oh my god anyway vans and death if well, i remember that right.
0: wasn't vans and death that was Did uh, we talk about death that was on the christmas episode yeah, wasn't
2: it? it wasn't it wasn't
1: christmasy
0: it was <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't. Okay. Anyway,
1: let's not get too silly. All here. right. Um, anyway, so two layers of paint later with the Wagner Power
0: Sprayer Dipper. Yeah. And uh, the thing looks pretty sharp. It does. The final pictures, you after the second mm-hmm. coat and everything, it actually turned out really nice. So it did. It's like a, what do you call it? A TRD blue? Well, I called it a 20-footer is what we called it earlier. Well, <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> 20- I didn't see it any closer
2: than 20 feet. I just saw the pictures online, yeah. too. But it, lit, it does look great. And yeah. It, it shows promise for anybody that wants to do that.
1: Yeah. And the TRD blue was my son saw that blue plastic dip and he's like that looks like the TRD color for you know the Voodoo blue is what Toyota's calling Ooh, it. yeah And uh you know what? We blacked out all the trim. We got some uh uh bedliner stuff and did the bumpers and did the uh, fenders and all that or nice the, the kick rails and stuff. Yeah. And
0: uh it turned out okay. Yeah, yeah. it's just black like and it. blue. It's nice. Yeah. you got wheel job.
1: paint too, which I'll be honest with you that wheel paint one can will do four wheels i was shocked by that really yeah i bought four cans of the stuff for 10 bucks <laughs> a can thinking i'm gonna have to go to town on these things yeah thick coats and on these steel wheels it turned black. out fine oh yeah perfect nice so, yeah stuff goes on nice so yeah that was uh my big project again like i said the antenna didn't happen uh did go to southern cruiser crawl do you want me to go into that later you want me to talk about it now sure
0: uh or we could uh, your call
1: Let's save it. Let's let's right. move it to save later it. in the show. All right. Um, like I said, antenna's not done. So Daryl, I actually, you you have old news in here. So I'm kind of anxious to hear what I the do. new news is going on in your place. I do.
0: <laughs> well, there's there's a whole bunch of new news, but I'll will just I'll skip to the the, the real important part. Um, I actually did finally uh, get some patch panels for the Volvo, which I drove here tonight. The 69 Volvo. I I found a, a guy in Pennsylvania uh, who sold me some new old stock inner wheel wells okay. shock mounts things things that i need to, that are kind of rusty on mine um i got some actually like really nice new old stock parts so
1: so the shock mount on yours well, i mean would that be it, it's in the fender and yeah, is that unibody it's
0: quasi structural regan mm-hmm. yes <laughs> uh, i was wondering if it's it, unibody yeah it's unibody <laughs> uh so let's just say that it's it's un, it's been on borrowed time for probably 20 years Um, Every time I go over a bump, I kind of cross my fingers and find religion. Hope Uh, a strut doesn't come through the hood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's in the rear, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, the trunk. I mean, nobody's really looking back there. No. Might have some dimples in it. Just
1: take a hammer and just beat it back down. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Right. It's not too bad, but uh, the the, the whole car actually is pretty rust-free for the most part. Um, There's just that one little section there, and I guess it's pretty common on the, the 140 series cars. 240s, I think the rear suspension's design is a little different um but this whole the, the whole car actually has really nice undercoating on it and they're made for a cold climate they're ma- made for Scandinavia and Europe and all that but uh, there's a little pocket where that flakes off and the rust starts to eat away at stuff so got some new parts in there i just need to find somebody who's going to weld that in and that'll i be happy with so that'll be that'll be a little expedition here in the winter so you're going to cut that out yourself and prep or are you going to let the welder do all that i'm probably going to prep i'm going to have to take the fuel tank and back seat and some of the trunks you know rubber and all that stuff out and then just probably tow it to a guy and be like Ooh. fix it yeah I, i've heard good things about peak and welders yes
1: actually i referred so. somebody to them uh, this week they had a frame that was cool. rust on their car and i referred them down there so yeah. and we have a truck in our shop right now that the transmission pan was so rusty on it, the bolts wouldn't come out we're we'll probably gonna have them do mobile service and actually try and extract those
0: yeah uh, from
1: here in the shop because it's aluminum Oh, Locked, get the, they're pulling them. the yeah.
0: bimetal? Yeah. Okay. It's great. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Galvanic corrosion. Not fun. No. I had an old C6 and a 150 years ago where I had to have them drilled out and helicoiled, and it was yeah. a nightmare. So, yeah, <laughs> if they're able to get it on, you know, tack a little. I've always seen that, too. You guys ever had any Dude, success but, uh, with the that? The ones
1: I've always seen are always, like, larger bolts. Like, we're talking, about. Yeah, like, little, like... Yeah. Yeah like, a, head yeah, like holes. a crank yeah, bolt or yeah. something. I'm like, all right, that's a, a substantial yeah. piece. The ones we're looking at are literally like the, the end of my pen. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how he's going to get a hold of that, but if he can, he can. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to do the old weld the nut on it trick and extract it or drill them
0: out as they sit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun to see. Ooh, true story. Yeah. 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 Anything else going on, Daryl? Not much. Not much. Uh, there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff, but uh, I'll just keep it to that. Okay. One section All right. right well, now. we'll save the next vehicle for
1: the next show. All right. <laughs> Regan, what, how's yeah. the Model A going?
2: Um, it's pretty much where I left it when I was on the oh, last episode. Oh, come on. Yeah. So um, what's it been?
0: About a year? Well, uh, no, we can rehash that if you want. But, no, no, no. Like since his wife, Daryl. <laughs> no. Since no, I'm just like since he's been on the show. That's what I meant. Has it's it been it? a year No.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Was we've it? been. I'll
1: bet wow. it has. I'll bet it has been a year. It was cold oh, outside. It it's, was wasn't
2: yeah. it? Yeah. So yeah, it's been about a year. But um, twenty episodes. My goodness, I I scored a 400 small block engine to put in it. A Chevy small block 400. Awesome. And uh, there is a mounted radiator. Yes. And a mounted gas tank. And uh we got the firewall finished. So uh the only thing that's holding me up right now is a clutch and a pressure plate. So we're maybe could
1: have some fire under the hood this winter. Took one under out of my RAV here last week. You wanna get a hold of that one? Yeah, let's take a look at that
0: after the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly- sure. I'll- just just a little bell housing adapter. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. but,
2: uh, so but, yeah, adapters. nothing nothing major moving on that particular project. No, and that's currently my only car
0: project. Mm. And for the folks at home, it's a Model A pickup, right? It is a
2: 1931 Ford Model A pickup, yes, with right. a uh, Chevy small block in it. Yes. Very nice. What
0: trans are we doing? Like at T5. T-5. T-5. Yeah. Yep. So you get the extra gear there so you yeah. can... Yeah, got, the highway some, got
2: some overdrive, so that affords me some nine eleven gears in the rear differential. So I'll probably skip the first two gears. So I probably much just use third <laughs> through fifth.
0: But, and are we talking like a Ford nine inch? Or? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. All right.
2: Yep. Yep. With the traditional bias ply tires, you know, sixteen inch Ford steelies. You know, that that sort of rat rod look, if you will.
0: Rat rod look. Yeah. Which I I don't care who who you are, what you're into, when you see something like that roll up on the street, it's it's just cool.
1: I think everybody, yeah, everybody can look at that car and say that's cool. Now, they, Not everybody can say they want to drive it, but everybody can say that's cool. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure I want to drive it either, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to build and work on. Yes, when You I just talk. want to take pictures and put it on Instagram. As like, my
2: friends say, chicken. just stack stuff up in the garage and take pictures of it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Looks great, Regan. Yeah.
0: Nothing wrong with that, yeah. though.
2: Wow, the stance is nailed yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah, maybe you'll drive it someday. How many miles you put on that? Uh, two? two? I, I've moved it like... <laughs> four times (laughs) by hand yeah states yeah
0: (laughs) 400 is a good motor that'll that'll be a lot of fun thank you
2: yeah we're looking forward to that
0: hopefully like i said this winter maybe some fire finally awesome yeah definitely time for news daryl let's let's look at some news what's making headlines this week eric we had no this week in social media so i was kind of disappointed for that yeah mostly Social media is terrible anyway, so (laughs) mostly politics or dumb stuff. Pop culture, garbage that nobody cares about. And
1: hadn't really found any international news, but we can talk about some national news. Let me tell you a little story, kids. Mm. I was coming back from Southern Cruiser Crawl last weekend, and uh, Jake, uh, him and I left within five minutes of each other. And Jake said, I'm using Google Maps. And I said, well, I'm using Waze. And so at that point, it became an instant peeing match on who was going to get home faster. And as we got near St. Louis, Jake's like, well, I'm already in St. Louis. And he was 20 minutes ahead of me.
0: Were you guys texting and driving? Just, no. I just want to throw no, that out no, oh, no, guys no, pulled no. over and no. made phone calls No, to one, check it's, in. It's a
1: one-touch thing. Oh, you're you off-roaders.
2: Right? They use CBs.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's it. call, Regan. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Shut up.
2: <laughs> uh, <I laughs> so anyway, anyway, that.
1: he's 20 minutes ahead of me, and uh, I'm using Waze. and So Waze had sent me around Cape Girardeau. Uh, Google Maps had sent him up through northern Arkansas and into southern Missouri. And um, my my thing was, well, you sped. He goes, well, I went seven or eight miles over the speed limit. I'm like, well, I went five or six. And, you know, r- the kid behind me, he's trying to get a CDL, so I'm trying to stay lower. Yeah. He's like, well, I had time to t- stop at a gas station, to crap. And, you know, <laughs> so that just became this whole thing back and forth. <laughs> but here's my thing. Waze owns is owned by Google. Yeah, it uses the same map
0: interface, right? I would
1: think now I, I assume that uh, Waze has some kind of special algorithm, you know, that belongs to them because that's why Google bought them, right? I guess. But but yeah. here
0: just to level set, Eric. Yeah. Waze is basically just Google Maps but somebody goes like, oh, there's a police officer yeah, at mile marker 100 to... here. Yes. Yeah. right? It's you dependent on take the this users. B road.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's it's crowdsourcing data, right?
0: construction police all I that guess. stuff yeah, yeah anyway. in theory but how do you do that while you're driving
1: well With it's just a one it's a, it's a
0: one touch See? It's a one touch you know, <laughs> when this whole thing well, man <laughs> here's the deal when this whole thing started people were like it's great you let you know you know where the speed traps are you yeah. know where the construction is and all that I'm like so who's feeding the data Oh, the passengers in the yeah yeah yeah, like, right? yeah yeah no, it's not yeah yeah hold
1: down to say you're the passenger that happens a lot on these mm. these apps
0: it just it just kills me anyways okay anyway so, so
1: getting into the news here uh, this week it was released Google Maps has introduced a controversial new feature that drivers will probably love but police will utterly hate so listen to this after what we just talked about here this week Google announced the next best thing starting immediately drivers will be able to report hazards slowdowns and speed traps on Google Maps. Apparently, this has been rolled out in some cases on Android phones, but it will be available across the board on Android and iOS. Uh, the groups that seem not too happy about it, though, are the police. Mm. In recent years, they've asked or even demanded that Waze drop this police locating feature. Here's a uh, something in February the New York Police Department wrote to Google. The New York Police Department has become aware of Waze mobile application, and it currently permits the public to report DWI checkpoints. Accordingly, we demand that Google LLC, upon receipt of this letter, immediately remove this function from the Waze application. Yeah.
0: I'm sure they are going to get right on that. <laughs> so not only did they
1: not remove it from Waze, they put added it on it. their own. Yeah, you know. added it to Google Maps. Now, I, I, the way I understand the way Google works, they buy a company, they like the way it works, and next thing you know, they steal all the... Hmm. Pretty much. Branded
0: like, as their own. You don't say.
1: Yeah. so I, I think that's probably what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: I, Let's get back to the crux of the issue. Okay. Who got there first? Yeah. You or yeah, I? finished the story, <laughs> because I really want to know. I ended up. I think Jake took an
1: extra dump somewhere around Springfield, and I ended up beating him. Did, you did know. he mark it on ways? No, well, actually, you know what's funny? <laughs> checked in yeah, and checked in. the pilot truck stop, <laughs>
2: Road Ranger. <laughs> Cleanest truck stops, clean. And I ate <laughs> it. Bathrooms are pretty yeah. clean. Well, you know, it
1: got to the point where he's like, I uh, I stopped at a uh, Love's truck stop. And I'm in St. Louis. I'm like, well, where's there a love between, uh, you know, St. Louis and Springfield? Because there's no loves. There's a Travel America right. down there by Litchfield. But uh, I'm like, so. you know, you know
0: your truck stop. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I'm like, I think somebody's lying. I smell a, Ooh, that's liar. a CB voice right there. <laughs> what is your handler? Got a ten four there, good buddy. I'm tree
0: hugger. <laughs> you need to put some. Tre- oh yeah, <laughs> it, it is tree uh, I knew that. You need to put some <laughs> echo on it too. I always love the guys too, like on the CB that have like the. Twenty thousand dollars C D radio. They're skipping.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're skipping. <laughs> anyway, no, Jake Jake did beat me, but then by uh, Springfield there was some road construction, got down to one lane, and it Google Maps bypassed him off of the Interstate. And that's when he went to the truck stop, I think. I don't know what happened, but I ended yeah. up staying on the Interstate and uh but I and I live twenty minutes closer. I don't know. All I know is this. Somewhere there's fifteen minutes that I have unaccounted for. This is almost, um, It there may need through, to be investigated. Did you drive through a black hole?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I might have been abducted by yeah. aliens. That's
2: all hmm. I can figure.
1: Sorry. Is your watch 15
2: minutes slow, Eric? It is. <laughs> it's like a Well, Andy, Andy, so.
1: Andy left seven minutes early than me, and he sped. I mean, I'm just saying, there's a couple issues here. I don't know how fast Jake was really going, okay? So you uh, recommend ways? <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure I recommend anybody anymore. So finish the story. Yeah. <laughs> Ways is an app. This was a a, really good. Okay. This is a news story. I'm oh. sorry, guys. This is not about opinion. I'm just telling you Objective. how it is. That's the podcast. How it is, or, or this is the way I heard no. it. The way I, heard... <laughs> I
0: think you're supposed to say that. The way,
1: I, the way I'm telling it. Look, look, yeah, there you yeah. go. Regan, I get it. I get it. Do ah, you up. get it? I get it. Dude. All, All right. right. All right.
0: So in other news, let's talk about cars that are really space shuttles in disguise. <laughs> Because uh, we have a 500 mile an hour car, we've got some bloodhounds land speed records, and that's cool. But the picture you have with this post, Eric, it looks like the shuttle Endeavor, yeah, with like what was the Craig Breedlove thing, Spirit of America, yeah, Spirit of America, well, a giant knows. like rocket mm-hmm. that's like really cool. But the thing is, and you're right about the space shuttle scale. This thing, we
1: so we'll put a picture on the website. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's this giant white vessel. Uh, it has machined aluminum wheels on the back. I don't know if you read that in the story. But uh, it has a jet turbine on the back that looks like it's probably the size of a, a full-length semi-trailer. Yeah. And this thing is going to race across the desert at 500 miles an hour. I mean, this isn't even really a car. This is a, a vessel, a, you know, like you said, space shuttle. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, but it's a car, you know. and Quote, unquote. <laughs> it's actually
2: a, if I remember right. Um again I didn't read the full story, but I believe it is a um retired Air Force or um uh Royal Air Force jet. Oh jeez. Okay. Yeah. So that, that explains its look. But they've modified it obviously very yeah. heavily, not yeah. just wheels.
0: So on the heels of the Jesse Combs, like trying to chase the five hundred dollar white whale, if you will, like we're gonna to try to. I hope keep... it's
1: worth more than five hundred bucks. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're
0: gonna keep trying to set the record, set the record, and people have since the dawning of time. I mean, Regan, we were talking before the show started, like the old Bonneville Salt Flat racers, like mm-hmm. old flathead Ford V8s and like a Model A, and you you, you strip it down, belly tank racers. Yeah, the... yeah. You go out to Bonneville and like see how fast you can run. I remember back in the day, like, two, 300 miles an hour was crazy. Yeah. Well, now you got Corvettes and other supercars that will do 200 miles an hour. So we keep pushing that, like, extreme. We're going to try to shoot for 500-mile-an-hour You hour see
1: record. this? It, you hold this, the throttle down for two seconds, and you're at 200 miles an hour.
0: That's insane. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just basically lighting it up. This yeah. isn't a car to me. This is just a rocket ship on wheels. And that's this is the whole disclaimer. I think there needs to be asterisks beside all this because it's not a car. A car to me is something you can actually put on the road and drive. How about we have a street legal category for fastest car? I think
2: they
0: do. I think they, they... do.
2: They uh, if you open a BNI SCTA rule book, oh, they have we go. hundreds. Regan here for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like we planned this episode around him. They, yeah. yeah, they have hundreds of records and categories, and you can mix and match them. Um, there's a whole different sanctioning body that does the rocket cars and, and such. Okay, um, It's not Guinness Book of World Records, but there's a lot of other facilities behind that record besides just the car. There's a lot of mandating bodies. Um, but just the SCTA alone here in America is just one. Okay. So, again, yes, there is a street legal class. There's street legal weeks, street legal days. There's varying factions all over the nation, yeah. actually, that, that do land speed
1: racing. See, to me, I, I think that's more legit. I think in this car... Something happens, you're dead, right? There's zero margin for error. Yeah. I think. I don't even know how salt flats, I mean, you've been around them, Regan. Are salt flats that purely perfect? They they are about
2: as perfect as you're going to get. And really? I don't even think it's perfect enough for this car. The article has them racing, I think, in a dry desert in Dubai or somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Yeah, so there's there's places all over the world to do this, but in America here, and one of the most famous is actually the Salt Flats. Yeah, Bonneville is going extinct. Now yeah. a
0: yeah, green in this article is he, is he British? Are they, yes. are they a bunch of Brits?
2: Yeah, he's I believe from the Royal Air Force. Okay, if I remember right uh, again. But um, he's been with the pro- project for years, so he's been one of the owners, drivers, and um, guys that are just trying to get investors. So this this I believe is the Blood SSC project that went defunct or lost sponsorship lost funding and here they are back so this is exciting actually
0: i will say like most of the people that i know that are pilots or former military they're either into fast cars or fast bikes when they're not not flying planes yeah and it's all and they're always really really good or they're competitive like in some sort of racing circuit like scca or whatever um you know i've got an uncle who's a who's a commercial pilot and he's always had something fast and fun and that was always kind of the thrill like you know you when you're not flying around how do you get your kicks well yeah. you got to have something with some horsepower and some handling um so you know I I give him kudos there's some probably some extreme engineering going on behind these things but like I'm with you Eric like <laughs> I would just be totally freaked at what happens if if duh, yeah, duh, yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah you just you're, you're just
1: a smear you're just <laughs> just a a jam smear on the pavement out there
2: but but you might have a world record. Maybe. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. You ever watch hydrofoil guys in the boats? Yeah. Oh, like, man. Like, on the water? <laughs> yeah. And they've got, like, the oxygen tank and all that. Yeah. Like, what's that for? Oh, well, so if there's an accident, you're probably going to hit the water and go unconscious immediately. So this will <laughs> yeah. keep you awake until somebody in the rescue boat <laughs> <Exactly>. gets you. <laughs> when, when you hit the
2: water, you slow down so fast. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. a hobby, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean,
1: I'm to the point now where, I mean, they're talking about robotic football players and robotic uh, race car drivers, you know. Let's just let them take the
0: risk. <laughs> exactly. Let them, let, let them take the. Responsibility. I can't wait for that episode. I mean, honestly,
1: I, I, what's a human being's response going to be if you're going 200 miles an hour in two seconds? What, Holy what the, the, the human? Is, <laughs> the human is is the weak <laughs> link. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're yeah. limited by the human being's capacity to even sit there. I mean, the, you talk about the blood rushing to, out of your
0: head and whatever else. I pass out on roller coasters <laughs> at Great America. Seriously, I'm passed out. And that's not going more than what seventy. Yeah. I'm well, dead. had you trained there your whole life for it, Daryl, You probably could handle. it a I better.
2: couldn't hold onto the steering wheel under the acceleration of a GTR. Yeah, okay, that scared me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did you just throw your hands up? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw <laughs> your hands in the air like you just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was scary and fast. Uh, but like Tom
0: Cruise said, you got a Need for Speed. Yeah, I got right. a need.
1: Mm-hmm. Need for Speed. That's right.
0: Yeah. How topical that the Top Gun. Sequel is coming out. Oh yes, yes! Season. I can't wait to see
1: that. I bet he looks mysteriously almost the same as he did thirty years ago, right? He does. He does. It's, it's that. It's the diet and exercise so regimen and, <laughs> and, and, and the uh, the religion. I Nothing think. to do with that.
2: Yeah. He has the same job.
0: <laughs> I love how too like all the flying instructors and stuff, like the C.O.s. They're all probably dead or eighty. So yeah, the not worst the part movies. is Anthony
1: Edwards bit it in the first one. You know, and that guy probably needs a job more than anybody, and he can't come back. Can he be the ghost? Like the ghost of ghosts? Ghost. <laughs> ghost. Ghost, ghost of, of ghosts? Ghost of ghosts? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. I got some big ideas. I should be an idea guy out in you Hollywood. You should be uh, pitching those uh, ideas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so right. I'm buying that domain, ghost of of. <laughs> <house. laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: let's talk about local news. Uh, all right. So driver injured in lunch hour traffic accident in downtown Peoria. Occasionally, Eric, we like to pull some nuggets from the local paper if, of if record. It, if
1: it's automotive related, I mean, why not share?
0: Oh, yeah. So let's talk about what happened here. A single vehicle accident Tuesday destroyed some traffic lights at a downtown Peoria intersection. Uh, the driver was injured in a wreck. and it happened just before noon, prime lunch hour there. Uh, city firefighters and paramedics arrived to find the vehicle on the driver's side in the intersection and uh, apparently was headed south, struck a traffic signal, and flipped over. Uh, damage to traffic lights related equipment was about $100,000. Damage to the car, about ten grand.
1: Yeah, and this is at Jefferson and Hamilton. Yeah, and uh, pretty pretty busy intersection, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, it's it's actually pretty populated. Yeah, especially with downtown, we got the food carts down there at I lunch. Mean, this and... had
1: to be a, a a show. Yeah, wouldn't you think? I mean, oh, yeah. there had to be like people. First off, where's the traffic cams? I mean, we pay for traffic cams. We should have some footage of this, right?
0: I think we have still images. I don't it's, know if the area
1: has
2: traffic cams. We have all over. I saw one on the bridge at, on your evening news tonight. Oh really?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, the live the yeah. the weather cam. Yeah, Because people still watch the evening news. Anyway.
0: Yeah, if you go to com, you can see all the IDOT District 4 cameras all oh, every wow. intersection. Yeah, it's great. I didn't know you guys had such traffic problems.
1: Yeah, well, maybe we can get them to be a sponsor.
0: Maybe we could, mm-hmm. IDOT. Uh, so, so it begs – got some <laughs> so, questions for no, this, No, this
1: begs a question. Okay, first off, this guy whacked one sign, and mm-hmm. it's $100,000 worth of damage. Well, we have to assume we multiply that by four around the intersection, right? I mean, we got – and he probably didn't take out everything. He didn't take out the control box. I mean, yeah. Do we have a million dollars worth of equipment in the, the corner of Hamil- Hamilton and Jefferson?
0: I. Uh, that's a good question. I I would question those numbers. dad
1: owns those signs, yes.
0: But we're talking like a steel pole and three <laughs> lights, maybe yeah. six lights. You would, tops. you would think. You would think.
1: I mean, my thing is, you, you ever watch like those videos of, like Mumbai or something like that where there's like a the little guy on the pedestal and he's like swinging his arms around and there's like a hundred cars like going around the roundabout, yeah, we could fund guys like that, we could bring them into our country and we could fund them we could fund hundreds of them in Peoria for cheaper than it costs for the traffic lights. This is better for the economy,
0: I guess, but there's a whole bunch of other issues that come into play there, like human rights abuses, and, uh... <laughs> we
1: could pay a minimum wage I mean what eight fifty, nine bucks an hour?
0: It's 15, I thought. No, that's not happening for a while. It's not happening? No. It's, no. Uh, they're, they're I mean, the cr-
1: prevailing wage right now seems to be around 13, but uh, maybe see, there at, is something to look that. Look at the opportunities here. You know, we worry about uh, high school kids having jobs and, you know, low wage jobs. You know, we, unemployment's historically low right now. Yeah. And here we are spending all this money on technology that's probably coming from China anyway. True. Yeah. How many of those lights and poles came from Chinese steel and. Yeah, you know, Chinese
0: foundries mm-hmm. and stuff. I would be on more on board with this if I didn't almost run over a guy directing traffic on Route 91 coming out of the church. Uh, was it Grace Grace Presbyterian?
2: Okay. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. So well, okay, that sounds yeah. like it's on you. Yeah, now I know that sounds I mean, like your fault. He was doing his job.
0: Foggy <laughs> Sunday morning, dark. He's out there in like fog-colored clothes.
2: Fog-colored clothes. I didn't. With...
0: What, what color would that be? That be a blue or more of a? It gray. was like blue. He wasn't okay. wearing a vest or anything, and he was just out there like. Kinda of, he's not he wasn't directing traffic with Vim vigor and vitality. He was just kinda of like you know, like it was he was phoning it in. He and wasn't doing a dance and there's blowing a, lot, a whistle. A lot no. of yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, come on, the whistle thing.
0: If, <laughs> if you're gonna be out there directing traffic, I want to see like a monopoly cop. I want to see, see like flair and pizzazz and yes. a dance. I want to see a little animation. And <laughs> I don't know, the whole avoiding death thing. I think that's really, really important when it comes to directing movie vehicles. So maybe he could have just been wearing a vest. I mean that's cheap too. <laughs> yeah. Could you go to Party City and get a vest or something? Sure. Or like a yeah. uh, <laughs> Freight. Yeah.
2: <Granger.
0: laughs>
1: now, I don't want to make a big long opinion about this part of it, but uh, Nick Valos wrote this article, and uh, I'm I'm starting to get really concerned that the Journal Star is getting the point where Nick is having to write traffic reports.
0: Well, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, it does it does beg the question: How much is a light pole worth? Because <laughs> I can also go to Urban Artifacts or an antique store and buy a traffic light for like hundred bucks. Yeah. In fact, I almost bought one on Spoon River Drive. It was a, like an old-school 70s traffic light. A good swap meet, even. You can pick up a really nice one. Yeah. yeah. Pole and all. Pole, <laughs> complete with the pole. Yeah. <laughs> Only used on Sundays. No, this this guy had one for 100 bucks, and i like looking at it, and he's like, I'll take 75 you know, because yeah. it was the last day. And I'm like, I'm good. I don't need it. Sure, everybody needs a traffic light in their garage. Oh, or yeah. Or the man cave. And yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. Because it was all, like, twist-tied, like, I kind of wired it to work, but not really well, working come on, for a yeah, show today. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, Dude, you've done miracles on... I could restore a traffic light? I think so. Mm-hmm. I could do it for
0: a hell of a lot less than $100,000, bucks. i will tell you that.
1: <laughs> anyway, so that was the glaring part of this article. I hope everybody's okay, but uh, as usual, uh, you know, the money gets up
0: there, and I have to question everything, because that's just the way I am. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, I think... Regan, what do you think? Is it is it is it that time?
1: I don't have it. I don't have a moment of musk. What?
0: it has got to be a moment of Musk. Come on, there's always a moment of Musk. I didn't. On. I Musk. didn't. I, hang on. I can uh, probably make something up.
1: I'm going for it right now. I'm going to go look up his Twitter feed right now. It's fine. It's fine.
2: I even watched uh,
1: the news myself this week, and I'll, I'll hand it to you, Eric. There, he was quiet. This week, Elon didn't say much. Actually, it's all about SpaceX. It's all about uh, the boring company, but uh, Mr. Musk, while he's still preparing to release the, the details of the Tesla truck... And Rivian actually had the big cookout here coming up or last last week. Did you see that, Daryl? Yeah, I saw the right Yeah, so yeah. while while Rivian was cooking burgers and showing off the R V one or whatever that thing's called, yeah, uh, Elon was strangely silent. So I hate to tell you all that, but that is your moment of musk.
2: I think he got bored with all the Nuremberg Ring You think, versus so? you think maybe versus shut down? stuff, and maybe he like, yeah, like okay, let's go play with my rocket ship now. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, seriously, just I've never,
1: play. I've never seen a, a Newsweek with Elon so nothing. Yeah, I, is there stock people who are saying, hey, just calm your crap down because we got some reports coming out or take,
0: something? Take a vacation, lay low for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the Tesla truck, I've seen about twenty different pictures, I've, images. I've seen prototypes. some weird stuff. Is it, like, it, why are they holding back on some of that? Because the Rivian truck at least is out there. You he, said- he said November. He said November, okay. and so
1: we're getting towards the end of October, so maybe that's why he's just, you know, maybe he figures we're talking about him right now, and he's done nothing, so he's done his job, right? This is true. Yeah, yeah. he's actually he's that brilliant, yes. <laughs> and then the other thing I heard was he's talking about making armored vehicles for the U.S. military. Yeah. But I, I that I couldn't verify. I just heard a whiff of a rumor on that, so... So, anyway, sorry for the disappointing moment, Rusk. In, in 24 episodes of the show, that's the first time that Elon was strangely silent. It's fine. And Carlos Goshen is somewhere in bed somewhere we don't know where he's at either.
0: Didn't Nissan also just get rid of their current CEO? Oh, who knows? I thought they flushed him out. Like, he was there, like, five months and was, like, out.
2: Yeah, they're going through some more growing pains, I think, <laughs> Yeah, from what I read. Growing yeah. pains or yeah. contracting pains? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Trying to find out who they are now. If the growth
0: means, like... You know, like sucking in or something like that. All right. Yeah. Implosion. Anyway. All right. So uh, let's talk about what uh, is ticking you off lately.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I... Because we haven't whole, covered that yet. The whole show, we haven't talked about anything that makes Eric upset. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, whoa, it's usually your job. You know, Daryl and I were going to start a podcast a long time ago called uh, Daryl Versus. And it was going to be famous people and celebrities that Daryl hates. And we were going to try and... and Yeah. Position, you know why these people are better than Daryl thinks they are. I could see that. It, it kind I, of, it, I would it, listen to that. It, yeah. it still might happen someday. It, it was, it was a good concept. It's it was, a high production value show. There's a lot of work behind it. The energy
2: in the room tonight. Might make that tonight a good night. Yeah. Maybe no, maybe. <laughs> no. There was another guy <laughs> I had
1: to be involved. Believe a... <laughs> me, you you can't step into the show. There's, okay. there, there's some copyright stuff. On we'll it. <laughs>
0: we'll keep at it. We'll, we'll keep it on the uh, the R and D boys. What was it? it? The people against your case or, uh, against the case against the case against. Yeah, that's what... yeah. <laughs> we got it. it it's going to happen. Maybe. Maybe we should get with Gabe and talk some legal angles because yeah. it was going to be kind of a, a, a judge and jury and executioner kind of show. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Seriously. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> back to the Rift Zone. Speaking uh, of judges, you yeah. saw a guy who almost got beat up, right?
1: No, I didn't see a guy who got beat up, but here's what I saw. Uh, I think it was in St. Louis. I was coming back from Southern Cruiser Call, which we should talk about before we end the show. Okay. Um, anyway, something happened on the off-ramp, and two people got a little you know, weird, too close. Some person merged in. And so this guy, and he was in a Toyota truck, which is disappointing to me. It's like <laughs> in an older Tundra, first-gen Tundra. He pulls up beside the person who kind of almost brushed up against him on the... Uh, on ramp and just sits there for like a minute with his finger extended up, you know. <laughs> okay. You just see him give him the finger. I could see it through the shadow of the glass. He's just sitting there looking at him, giving him the finger. And he purposely rode next to him for literally thirty to forty five seconds. Just to show that off? Just just mm. to just to, to throw the hate. And I just Wow Dedication. Yeah. I'm just like, man, we're all on the road just to get home. We're all on the road, do this or that. And this person who was merging on the road wasn't purposely, like, trying to run this guy off the road or trying to kill his family. As a matter of fact, he was just one dude in a truck, you know, and he was inconvenienced, or maybe he could have applied his brakes, or maybe he didn't like the way she got too close to him. But do you really have to sit there and give somebody the finger for 30 seconds? All right.
0: Take, take extra time out of your life to just be like, yeah. I'm going to do this. Look at this.
1: I'm going to cast this on her, and I'm going to make her feel like a terrible person. I mean, yeah. what did it do? Maybe made her scared for one thing, you know, which which is, is frightening, but uh maybe ruined her day or just, you know, it's just I don't know. There's no civility. It irritated me.
0: So would you get right up on his bumper and then flip him off? No, or... I <laughs> just I just let <laughs> it go. In front know. Of him and it, it, there was another
1: time where I would like taken a picture and like said, This guy's a jack wagon, blah yeah. blah. If you see him he's got problems. But uh no, I just I just I saw it and I thought, you know what, honestly I said I'm gonna talk about it on the show because it just irritated
0: me. It is it is sad. And, and I'll just not to throw this back on both of you guys. Have you had any kind of road rage, probably. I I do thousands of miles a
2: month, and yeah, I, yeah, I have my bad days in the car. I've never done that that I remember. <laughs> um, that's, that's I just a saw red. Goat answer. Wow. <laughs> I just I saw yeah. red and blacked no, out. No, I've, I've never taken it that far. I know people that that have done some pretty stupid things that they regretted, and I've witnessed some things like that too. I I was on the road for eight years in L.A. No. I saw some pretty messed up road rage stuff, oh, yeah. which, can, yeah. which just kind of chills you out. But I, I did get some advice once, and some people that know me are going to laugh at this coming out of my mouth. But, you know, some of those people obviously are having a very bad day. There could be something wrong with them. But then the other people, too, just maybe they're just not good drivers. Yeah. And you need to give them space because not everybody's as good as driver as that guy in that Tundra was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He must have been one of the best. Exactly. Never so, made a mistake. So we need to get out of his way and just know that we <laughs> Maybe are he should
1: have his own lane
2: perhaps. <laughs> But uh, but but the poor lady that was getting the bird, um, she might have been having an even worse day than that guy, yeah. and that's what we all need to realize, I think, at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, so. fair enough. I think that's that's like almost like Jerry's final thought, like a yeah. Jerry Springer, like <laughs> right, <laughs> take care of yourself. Let's bump that down with the Lisa low bending, okay? Yeah, I'll try. I'll throw <laughs> some. I like the Jerry Springer comparison. Thank you. Well, I, that was the one moment in the in the, the Springer <laughs> show <laughs> the only where you like it made sense. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I had one years and years ago when I had my Mustang Cobra, and it was the first winter that I was driving that thing, and I was driving on, like, Goodyear Eagle F1s. I was too stupid and too dumb, young, and broke to put, like, snow tires on the car. And I remember I was driving down US 45, and I was just fishtailing all over over the place, and the guy behind me was in, like, a a four-wheel drive. And we get to a light, and motions, like, to roll my window down. So I roll the window down. And uh, he goes, what's wrong, son? Too much car for you? Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, me being the hot-headed 22-year-old that I was.
1: (laughs) I can't imagine being hot-headed. I've even seen pictures of you younger. You didn't look like you'd be a hothead.
0: I wasn't that bad, but, like, something, I was white-knuckling the whole way to work, and I'm like, I'm going to, I'm still, I I had, like, three payments in on the car, and I'm like, I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to die, I'm going to get in a ditch. And so I just snapped, and I said to him, this is the stupidest thing I ever said to anybody in the vehicle. (laughs) I looked at him, I think his wife was in the car too. I looked at him and I said, I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> I just that Carol. was the first thing to wow. keep not the finger, not the F U buddy, but it was there's a
1: widow out there somewhere. That was the night he died. Yeah. That young man
0: I hope I you die. Oh, Curse my husband. It <laughs> was so dumb and I got to work. I'm like, why did I say that? <laughs> Like I a hateful have, young man, I shouldn't even roll the window down, but engage the guy. But are uh, yeah. part of that younger generation, the I, disrespect I, of the I hope you die.
1: Well,
2: <laughs> I got a counter with my Camaro road rage story now. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right. this is good. I, We're I had my eighty-nine. Deep. I had an eighty-nine Camaro. Okay, and my road rage story, where I got schooled, was in college and uh dual left-hand turns. You know, right-hand, okay. left-hand, laid, dual left hands. And the guy in the right side came across my lane and clipped my bumper. Well, oh. an 89 Camaro bumper is the size of this boardroom table. Yeah. Huge. You don't want to mess with that bumper. Yeah. In, in the
1: Ford Studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So um, I followed this guy through town. And I started to scare this guy because I was on his b- and he went to a parking lot. And I'm there. I put another parking lot I'm there. So I finally cornered him. I got this guy. But he hit you. I mean, the, the, yeah, he hit me. Hit yeah. and run. And yeah. by the time I got door to door with him and I got out of my car, he was terrified. I had scared the living daylights out of this guy. At the time, I probably weighed 119 pounds. I thought you were Fat Regan back then. No, there was a di- that's a different era. Oh, that's okay. That's probably. after. <laughs> um, but um, uh, wow. this guy had kids in the car, yeah. and I had scared the living daylights out of him uh, and his children, and I just got back in my car and left. Did you? Yeah. And but you know what know. the worst part about it was? that Not only did I scare his family, there wasn't a mark on my car. There right. wasn't? No.
0: No. So, you know, Man, so yeah, the moral of the story it, it's is, it's just not worth it. Yeah. No, and, but, but it's hard. It's hard when you're in the moment. Oh yeah. Especially when you're young. I think guys. Oh, the adrenaline just hits you and then yeah. bam. Yeah. Guys you, in their twenties, even early thirties. Mm-hmm. And you, you got something you care about and some stuff goes down that, yeah, you've got that adrenaline and the uh, testosterone.
2: My Camaro was probably the most important thing to me. At
0: was it, the time. was yeah. it an RS? Or was it, was an, it was an RS. Yeah. 305? Yeah. Yeah. Feet. Actually, in, no. In, worse, it was a V six so in Freep- speed. in Freeport, Illinois. This shows Carbondale, over. Illinois. Carbondale. Sh- oh, oh yeah. I think Carbondale we just cut the show off. It was a V six. Yeah, it was. It's all right.
1: That's okay. D- we can talk about the Berlinetta. We can still talk about we it. We, sh- you know. we
0: should. <laughs> we should follow us on Facebook at uh, Throw on Wrenches Podcast
1: to lighten the moment up here. Yeah. Um, when I was sitting at the well. I've been a tie rod when I saw the cruiser crawl, and so while I was sitting there licking my wounds and drinking about a six pack, uh, I really actually enjoyed myself after I broke that tie rod. But anyway, uh, you just gave up, yeah, pretty much, morally, mentally. Um, I ran into a couple of guys from Oklahoma, and we, they were talking. Oh, you're from Illinois, yeah, you've got a lot of ethanol in your fuel up there. I said, Yeah, I do. Well, that's why they burn out all those cat converters. I'm like, Oh, really? I didn't know. And I, I thought about it, and I was like. I was doing the the mental math all the way home, and, and Regan and I talked about today at work, and uh, they might have been full of hooey. Would you, okay. would you agree with that concept? I would
2: agree, just based off the simple fact of you working in a service shop all day long. How many cat converters are you replacing
1: a um, day? A day, zero. A week, um, none. Exactly. Maybe maybe one every two or three months. Okay. And you see some decently
2: mileage cars yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, they're not all brand new cars. No,
1: usually yeah. my cat errors are because oxygen sensors failed or AF sensors, yeah, or or, or neglect it's because there's because a neglect the f- or drivability yeah. problem. Yeah, yeah, not exactly. because of That
0: ethanol. Yeah. So, but ethanol does get a bad rap when it comes to uh, rubber parts, diaphragms, fuel pump diaphragms, injector stuff. And then
1: that's what we were talking about. The hoses yeah, on my hoses. my my wife's car, the Celica, you know, the yeah. alcohol. Yeah. But. Um, Doing some more research on it, it looked to me like your oil, your motor oil, actually has more to do with your cat converter. And even you were saying antifreeze too. Yeah. Uh, If if you have neglect issues, or if you have a bunch of additives in your oil, because oil is going to pass by no matter what you do in your engine. So you put a bunch of stuff in there, bunch of bunch of goop, bunch of glop, trying to get the thing uh, to to seal up. Mm -hmm. That stuff's just burning down there in the uh, the cat comb, which, uh, yeah. it, it, I mean, you're talking about really narrow ports in there.
2: The article you shared with us tonight actually explains it very well from the way I've always understood it, too, is it's essentially its own blast furnace, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's made to burn off you know, particles, particulates, and it does a great job of doing that on its own, and when you add something to that, you will change, A, the chemical makeup of it, and B, the temperature at which it's operating, yeah. and for lack of a better term, just a good old-fashioned hot spot of some gook.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. and there you go. The uh, The you thing that kills off. me is the, the videos and people, I don't know, five, ten years ago when seafoam was the big rage. Like, oh, oh yeah. I'm going to get this <laughs> old oh, piece sea of crap. Yeah. Out. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to seafoam it, and it's going to run like a brand new car. I'm mm-hmm. like, where do you think that's going? On your O2 sensor? <laughs> it's clogging up. All mm-hmm. that gook that's burning off is going right in the burns converter. burns clean, Daryl. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't. It makes your cat burn hotter, and mm-hmm. it does
2: burn some gook out of it. But it also probably lights that fire in there just a little bit hotter than it should be. Yeah.
0: yeah, Maybe.
1: Yeah. And the edges just start fraying. Next thing you know, you got little little problems starting to build up there.
0: Exactly. Do people actually. Take those into scrap yards. Is there any scrap value in no, those? There's a
1: guy who rolls in here once every week or two. With a sawzall and yeah. takes muffins? Well, no, we something. don't have that problem here, but there, there's always a guy who's willing to, to pay 60 bucks for a cat converter or something like that. And usually the reason we would replace a cat converter would be because like the braided wire pipe or something like that's bad. I mean, that's probably the most common thing on the Toyotas. Like is the flex pipe? The flex yes. pipe goes okay. bad. Mm. And we try and cut in flexes, but some of them, just, it's just near impossible. Or, yeah. or the pipe is so old, you couldn't weld something onto it anyway. Gotcha. So End up replacing it. Uh, so, but yeah, th- there's a market, and I, and there's dealers around here that have had you know a hundred trucks, especially diesels. I think where yeah, cut it's still off.
2: yeah, the bigger the better. You know, the mm-hmm. more per pound. Uh, but most of the scrapyards are pretty smart with it. You got to go in with a VIN a lot of times these days now. If you got a, a cat that isn't obviously old, yeah. or worn out, yeah. But um, but some manufacturers and even at muffler shops they'll keep them themselves and return them from their own bounty. You would you know, think. Much like a core, yeah, because there's yeah.
0: heavy metals in there. There's precious metals in there. Yeah. So. You would think there would be some money, yeah, for, for shops mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, why why let somebody else do it? But The, the cat
2: thefts aren't as popular as they used to be. They still happen, but uh, I still think it's funny that uh, a thief will get under there with a sawzall and make all that racket and noise when you could just do it a
0: couple other ways.
2: Oh, oh, how would that be, Regan? Well,
0: years ago, I remember uh, one of the cars I had, the converter got all plugged up, and it was like cherry red and crap, and uh, I wound up cutting it off, and then straight piping it, and got to an an exhaust shop, and I said, hey, I need a new cat. Oh, I thought you were going to say, hey, I need some... Class packs oh no no, no. <laughs> wow only once didn't okay. see that coming only yeah. once in my life ever again but uh i took it in and they were like where's where's the cat where's the converter and i'm like um i cut it off and i i took it to a scrap here. oh well that's illegal i'm like yeah i'm here to get yeah. another one it's yeah. cool like i'm yeah. not trying to <laughs> yeah. skirt the law lo- I'm, I'm not asking you to straight pipe the thing like yeah. i i need i need it replaced well how did you know the cat was bad i'm like it was glowing molten hot orange <laughs> That's why. Um,
2: it melted the carpet in my floor. It did, actually. It, yes, it could do that. It
0: started sizzling the yes. uh, uh, insulation underneath the car. So yeah, Back Good to times. the Camaro. I got, I, I'd be
2: remiss if I don't get to bring up the Camaro again. But, yes, I had the same problem, the yeah. whole started bogging. Year, so I went to Farm and Fleet and told them that I needed a piece of straight pipe about yay long. <laughs> okay. And they said, what's this for? And I said, my cat's plugged. Same question. Where is it at? oh, it's over, it's not here, it's at home. It's gone. What are you going to do with the cat? I don't know. Yeah. But that sucker (laughs) shot fire after that, once I put that straight pipe on. I bet it's it. (sighs) That's the best thing I ever did
0: to that V6 Camaro. (laughs) I love that, like, hillbillies back in the day, too. Like, "Uh, just pour some diesel fuel in there and take a screwdriver and mess it around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: What? Just unbolt it and just... Pound it out. It'll just shake it out.
1: I might know a red silica that that's been done too. Maybe. And then we stood there and breathed in all the, the toxic fumes. So. It's platinum. It's, it's fine. Yeah, fine. Platinum I have platinum lungs. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, b- I blew up one uh, at Union Grove Raceway up Sweet. in Wisconsin. Yeah. all loaded with... Second pass of the night and just like gray, weird, questionable powder shooting out of awesome. every piece of hole in my exhaust. Yeah, it was great.
1: We were at uh, Autocross a couple weeks ago. Well, uh, maybe. Two sessions ago, I was up there in Mossville, and a guy had a newer Mazda, and he was pulling out, like, just ropes of stuff out of his exhaust. It, something had disintegrated inside the exhaust. Glass pack. That's <laughs> so not what that was. It could have been. <laughs> but it looked like
2: fiberglass rope. I mean, Yeah, it, just
1: got- it was probably packed around some orifice of the muffler, yeah. Maybe really, like yeah. an aftermarket muffler? I don't know, but it was inside the pipe. It was coming out from inside the like, pipe, like a clown. Yeah, rag. literally, like <laughs> a clown. <rat. laughs> it, it just kept coming every time we every time we do more runs, more of the stuff would just start coming out.
0: That's, I didn't realize the Miata had like a handkerchief yeah. muffler. option. <laughs> yeah. like the fun and track
1: day. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I'm just telling you what I saw, and it's legit. I can't make this stuff up. That was probably muffler packing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was,
0: not uh, not too much different than a glass pack. True. What was the one that uh, Super Trap mufflers? Yeah. Where you could take the discs out? Yeah. You could, like, they still make those. Do they really? Yeah.
2: And actually, a lot of local um, racers um, have to run them at their track. Yeah, as uh, as a form of a muffler. Interesting. is the uh,
1: uh, Daryl and Regan geek out (laughs) on exhaust. You knew this was going to happen. This happened last time. I did. All right. Yeah. Yeah. At least Uh,
0: we we have progressed a little bit from episode four. It's hard to say how much, but uh, (laughs) uh, anyway, somewhat. All right. So so let's talk. uh, We're talking about old junky stuff.
1: (laughs) Whoa, whoa! What do we what do we get into? Well, I thought you were looking at my Cars of the Week, Daryl. Oh, your Joker movie. Oh, well, I kind of talked about it, but yeah, we can get back up to that. Did you talk about it? A little bit. I said there was so much malaise, but did we do that off the air? I can't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, I saw the Joker movie, and I said there was so much malaise. I thought of you in the theater. I uh, didn't say your name, but I did say Mark Maron's name when he showed up later in the movie, and my son's like, who? And I'm like, eh, whatever.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a big deal to me, because yeah. I listen to his show. Podcast.
1: Anyway, uh, but no, there was a lot of malaise in that movie, like I said, uh, took place in the 70s or 80s, and... Uh, Kind of cool, but then you said
0: Uh, Stranger Things too. Stranger Things, like uh, there's a Pinto in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, Sheriff Hopper has like a really cool K5 Blazer. Yeah, Yeah, they covered
2: their bases. I watched the first season. Yeah, good job. It's
1: pretty. Season season three was good. They actually ruined a K car. I don't know if you heard that on our show. I I dropped that as a a spoiler. Yeah, the end of end of season three, K car destroyed on uh, the show. Well, it was in the mall, so it was a mall display. Okay, and and they use as like a barricade. A small barricade, mm. a small K size barricade.
0: Isn't there? Does mm. is Dawn of the Dead take place in the mall? I'm not sure.
1: There's some mall. That, we could do a whole
2: I,
0: episode on K cars. I'm yeah. pretty sure me and Daryl could run away with that one too. We probably could. Yeah, I, I'm keep these guys away. This close to this close to looking at one. Uh, <laughs> it was on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> How many miles? Uh, it was like 87. 000. Oh it was, yeah, it was yeah, a con, yeah, it was a convertible, was a tur- right? And a turbo. No, it, was it wasn't a, uh, even a convertible. <laughs> it wasn't a convertible. Sadly, was it, was it a Reliant? It was. No, it was a, actually it was a Dodge 600. Oh. which is kind of like the... So it was a six-cylinder? Uh, no, it was a. It was, it's still a four. Okay. But uh, it's kind of the uh red-headed stepchild of K-Cars. So, anyways. <laughs> if there could be they, such a thing. They had the thing.
2: convertible. They had turbos. They, they the, the door is ajar. Have I mean, you yeah. talked? I mean,
1: they, yeah. They were really a great car.
0: Okay. All right. Let's see. Eric's disgusted <laughs> <it> at <laughs> just this like, point. I just I, wanted to go I, there yeah, just to how see deep, I don't know how deep we are. We haven't got the cars <laughs> of the week. No, oh. we haven't. Do you want to touch on Southern Cruiser Crawl?
1: Uh, you know what I'm going to uh, – here's what I'm going to say about Southern Cruiser Crawl. <laughs> we ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Now it's not a big deal. Uh, Southern Cruiser Crawl was, was held down in Hot Springs, Arkansas. I was down there three weeks ago, and it went with nine other trucks from central Illinois, which is pretty amazing, nine other Toyota trucks. Uh, I do plan on talking to Jason from Toyota Trucks and Trails, so if I can get on that show and talk to him about it, maybe you could tune into that because I, I could easily spend 20 or 30 minutes talking about that. I will say this: We did have a uh, busted tie rod because I broke my rule of not stopping after the second time I couldn't get up an obstacle. The third, the third time I went up for it, is when I bet the tie rod. You I, went, b- I believe you went all
0: to the wall there. And- I didn't
1: go all to the wall. It was uh, it, so there was a basically you're always trying to line up your tires, to get the most the height tires, so that way you're not like grinding off the side of the truck, you know, getting in at a weird angle or. Um, so I'm trying to get the front wheels up on this, basically this V shaped rock structure and I'm trying to get the front wheels up, but the rear wheels are sitting in loose rock and I just can't get the traction from the rear to push the front wheels up. And so I butted that obstacle twice. And, uh, the third time I hit it just a little bit harder. And then like, everybody's like, nah, get away from there. You're not going to make it. So I'm like, all right. So I back up out of there. The steering feels a little off. Yeah. It just felt light, but you know what? Your adrenaline's kind of rushing when you're doing that stuff. So you don't think much about it. Uh, But then I I got out of this little snake curve of of rocks and got up on a straightaway. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is not right. As I'm steering basically to to 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm going straight down the road. So I'm like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, that's not good. I got out and took a quick look, and sure enough, the passenger front tie rod was, oh, I would. It was pretty rash. It's almost 90. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's impressive. What's crazy, though, at almost 90 degrees, that thing was still able to be steered. Now, when you looked at the truck, it was definitely pigeon-toed. Yeah. You could see that it was it was definitely off, but uh, I was still able to get down the trail. So
2: Even though that thing was bent, theres I don't mean to get on a Toyota high horse here, though, yeah. but I am a fan. Uh, that sucker showed no signs of stress marks, and the threaded ends, both inner and outer, were completely intact. They were perfect. Yeah, yeah. it's actually, it, you could have heated it or just beat it on a rock so it, and probably got off the trail.
1: So, and, and that's where you're at. Well, and somebody else had said you could use a ratchet strap or a winch yeah. and pull it back out. Um we were really in a dilemma because when I called autozone, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I guess I could have went on a rant about autozone. Yeah. The only thing that was that was stopping me from having an intelligent conversation with the autozone computers was the human being between me and that computer. It was embarrassing. I, I two wheel drive
2: it, or four wheel drive. No, it
1: didn't even matter because he said inner outer. And I said it's an inner and he's like, Oh yeah, we got two And I'm like, Really? You got two? Oh yeah, it says he, we got two. Both, oh. left, both left side. Yeah. <laughs> so I run down there with joy. down to, But actually, it was trepidation because I knew that there was very little chance. I'm like, there's a 50-50 shot. This guy says it's on the shelf. And I get down there. Sure enough, it's the outer tie rods. Doesn't do me any good. And yeah. I, I should have known. But he said he had the inners. Well, this guy was a complete stooge. He looked terrible. His shirt had a hole in it. He didn't know anything. The manager was running around like his hair was on fire because he's having to take care of this moronic employee, and as people were complaining about the twelve ninety nine antifreeze on the rack over there that said it was nine ninety nine, he's having to go override it. Override it, yeah. and then he goes puts it in their car. He literally walked outside and st- dumped antifreeze the customer's car. And I'm like, part of my head said, you know, you were really good at automobiles, and you knew what you're doing. You could really take a place like this and turn around. And the other part of me said, no, because you would be helping out every fool yeah. who works with you and every customer. You would never leave. You'd pull no. in the morning and never leave your desk. It would be a horrible job.
0: You don't want anything to do with that. Because at some level, I love this too, at some level the local auto parts place became like basic level service. Like <laughs> yeah, I'll put wiper blades yeah. on. Yeah. You need a battery. I'll put that no, in too. For, they will do O2
2: sensors if they're... Even halfway accessible. Really? They will do some seriously.
0: They'll do
1: some stuff that they have no business
2: doing.
0: That's that's idiotic. Well anyway. It was
2: it
1: was horrible and uh then when we looked at basically he turned the auto the screen towards me and started looking up tie rods, steering racks. Autozone can't get it. Ironically, uh O'Reilly answered the phone call of one of the guys I was with and he called and they're like, Yeah, they can get it tomorrow. That's cool. All right, but I'm not even trusting O'Reilly at that point because AutoZone said they had it. But I'm like, yeah. all right, let's get the O'Reilly part coming. Then I called the dealership who was still open, which I got to give those guys credit down in, uh, in uh, Little Little. Ro- no, it was Hot Springs. There's a, to- there a Toyota store down there. They were still open at five twenty-five in parts, which I highly expect them to close at five because that's the way you know tradition runs around sure. here for the most part. And uh, that dude was really cool. He's like, I don't have one, and I uh, can't get one until Saturday or yeah, Saturday. And this was on Thursday, and I'm like. Ugh. Yeah, I'm like, all right. And I said, uh, can you look up in Parts Voice and see where the closest one is? He goes, you work for a dealer or something? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I do. And he goes, okay. And he was really cool about it. And uh, he said, yeah, nearest nearest one's Oklahoma City. And I'm like, well, that ain't gonna get it done either. So, yeah. um, but fortunately, the next day, O'Reilly had the part by eleven o'clock,
0: and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you put it on. How'd you how'd you get it on without impact tools? Because any front suspension work I've ever done requires a pickle fork and an air chisel
2: thing is this thing looks incredibly clean (laughs) compared to the rest of your truck
0: (laughs) yeah
1: when you see tree hugger you think this is possibly the cleanest part that ever came off it right there's no way there's a stock tie rod on that truck anywhere (laughs) yeah so there is i got during my uh during my morning period at the uh, pavilion as i was drinking my six pack i did find sympathetic individuals who loaned me pipe wrenches uh jacks i had two two jacks oh wow Uh, yeah and uh Actually, a guy had a tie rod with him that was for a gx seven or GX460, but unfortunately it was too small. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, I, I found all kinds of support. And That's good. by the time the guys got down the hill and one of my technicians, Dustin, uh, came down and we kind of looked at it, Dustin datted me on the whole thing. Because Dustin has been there to help me in the past. He helped us do the timing belt when we had a problem last year out in the field yeah. in Colorado. But he basically walked me through getting it off. And when I got the new part from uh, O'Reilly, he basically had me do the whole thing, put it on. He, he checked the tightness with the wrench right when I was You're done. you didn't break your own truck, man. Yeah, it's cool. Actually, it was fine. We counted the threads coming off, mm-hmm. you know, and we turned the outer tie rod, and it counted 14, counted 14 back on, yep. and I, I drove all the way home like that. It was fine. Yeah, I got home. You know, I had the alignment checked. It's still not quite right. we got to do a little bit more adjustment. I think I might have done something wrong to a strut, too, there. But
0: anyway, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah,
1: but all. hey, it got me home. So. That's
0: good. Does it make you feel? I hate to use this term, but like, it, it's like the manliest thing to bust something on a trail, <laughs> cobble something together, and get you know a thousand miles. Is that home, not why right? you do it, Eric. No, that that's, that's
1: not why I do it. No, um, uh, I like I don't mind. Hike? I don't mind with yeah. somebody else's truck, and I don't mind being there to support and to help and do whatever. But I like driving my truck home knowing there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> so this was not my my favorite thing in the world. Okay, um, you weren't white
0: knuckling at home though. No,
1: no, I was fine, and um. It's like I told Regan earlier today we were talking about this. He was here at the store. And I I think there's something that makes you stronger as, as you learn this stuff, kind of like the time Jake and I you know, blew an upper ball joint out out in Moab. You know, the more of this stuff you do, uh, the more you feel like you're capable. And this stuff is going to happen. Yeah. So now are you comfortable to deal with it, or do you feel like you got to call AAA, you know, and have them parachute somebody in? I mean – you you have to rely on yourself. Fortunately, we're in an off-road park and there's so many resources. I mean, that's why yeah. we do these off-road events at places like this with TLCA cuz you're surrounded by like-minded Toyota people all all over the place. So, if something really does happen, yeah. even if you blew a head gasket there, there's an off chance you might have got that fixed, you know, by the time the weekend was over. So, that's awesome. That, yeah. That's what makes the hobby so much fun. Yeah. It's not just the
2: support and the camaraderie, but the fact that you can have confidence in going out and doing something yeah. like
1: that. Yeah. So. And that's why I think all beginners and everybody enjoys this stuff because you're just not out there left to your own ways on this stuff. And
2: that's not what it's about. You can't grow the sport if you're going to leave Eric behind with his bent tie rod. It's funny you bring you that, that up. Over. Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: Part of the big conversation, the the night of the raffle, and that's one of the big things I do with these is a raffle. Uh, One of the longtime TLCA, Toyota Anchorage Association, uh, members brought in. uh, The conversation was that a 15-year-old girl was out there wheeling a car, and an off-roader, and there was a couple other kids there, and he's like, we have got to embrace this younger generation. We've got to do everything possible Mm -hmm. to make these events friendly for children because if we don't, It's going to be a bunch of old men, and you know this, Daryl, from the classic car groups. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, know, the Model A. I mean, we've got to figure out ways to keep kids interested in cars, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's, And, I mean, I've I've helped change oil pans on the side of the road on hot rod runs. Um, We've done head gaskets, racing, you know, your local dirt track to the Bonneville Salt Flats. Yeah, it's all people helping each other and knowing that something like that could happen and feeling confident. When you leave the house that we're going to get through this, and it's all going to be part of the adventure,
0: so definitely yeah, yeah. for' the sports it's it's, I just don't like it when the adventures about my truck, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to be that guy I don't like science. science well you've, you've had a pretty good track record though. I mean, that's, stuff, and, yeah.
1: and that's was celebrated amongst everybody that yeah. Treehugger's hugger's basically been a hundred thousand miles since we started doing this it's mortal and it's a mortal it's truck. the first time it's ever <laughs> failed on the trail, so yeah. give it credit, you know credit is due
2: technically didn't fail, it just got
1: bent driver error yes. the truck was fine it was just put in a position
0: that it couldn't it couldn't compromise yeah that's all good though and i'm glad you made it home it Thanks. seemed like a great time uh we'll share some pictures of your carnage yeah. and yeah. your repairs and
1: like here. i said if i end up on the toyota trucks and trails podcast talk about SEC, i'll share that on the feed or not the feed but the uh, facebook page so still wearing its trail war paint out in the parking lot too that's yeah did yeah, just- you ever watch that thing um, you know, part of the allure is that uh, it's meant to be dirty, right? Well, we have got tons of clean trucks all over the store. I've
2: seen that truck out in public without you. Um, you let your guys drive it to training all the way up to the yeah. Chicago office, yeah. and that thing's a hit every time it comes out there <laughs> yeah. amongst fellow technicians. Because yeah. it, it's usually just as dirty as it is now. Yeah. You probably just got back from some trail run, and you give it to one of the techs to, yeah, just take it up to Aurora. Yeah, yeah go, ahead, go ahead for a couple of days. Yeah, no big deal. It'll be fine. And they park it right in the. It, what's best is when they park it in the, um, the uh, hybrid only parking spots, <laughs> <laughs> right in front of the building because there's eight of them. Yeah, but uh, it's we run on parking spots anyway. But yeah,
0: it, it always it's always a hit. It's a it's a great good.
1: Truck. It makes you feel a, a little warm inside. Thank you. A little yeah. warm fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly.
0: Speaking of warm and fuzzy, uh, let's talk about some old stuff that you would buy if... Or new stuff, Daryl. Yeah, why stuff. limit ourselves? Well, because this week I think we're, we're looking at You guys at framed
2: stuff. it very well on the last episode about if you had a million dollars, we'd still buy this crap. We'd still buy a $4,000 <laughs> car. We, then we'd just forget about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's time for the Cars of the Week. W-E-A-K, as we've known. <laughs> right. Cars of the Week. Uh, it, I don't know if I was in a Salt Flats mood or what, but uh, I found myself on racingjunk.com. And I was Great looking, site. uh Actually, you know what it was? I think I'd I found a Celica Matchbox third Sunday market. And I was like, now all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's anything on Racing Junk. Because sometimes Racing Junk will have mm-hmm. old Celica GTS, something mm-hmm. like that on there. They have a they lots did. of everything. Yeah, but they didn't this time. But they did have some Salt Flat racers. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Because I was just looking at the big Salt Flat racer. And uh, I found this really. Really cool, 1929 Ford Roadsters, a flathead, XF, S-set, I don't know, whatever. Model A race, uh, it's $49,000. But here's the cool thing about this. This car is licensed and titled, and you can take the roll bar out, and two people can ride around it like a regular car. And I thought, you know what? This is the best of both worlds. I can go out and have fun. I can race it you know, on the weekend, and then I could just take it back out and uh, maybe cruise around town. And It's a sweet-looking little car. It's black and red. It's got a little chrome on it. Uh, yeah, this is not my normal thing, but uh, I was kind of grooving on it.
0: It's it's a little flashy for your taste, but you know what? I could see you and the misses in this ripping up and down the streets of Mackinac. <laughs> the the uh,
2: the XF designation is a flathead. Okay, uh, and then it's uh, BGMR is a blown gas modified roadster. Oh, thank you.
1: What's so, the ECTA stand for? That's
2: the East Coast Timing Association. What's the SCTA? Southern California Timing Association. Oh, so it's,
1: it's good on both coasts. It's
0: been registered for both, appear, apparently. Yes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We need to have Regan on every show. Because he <laughs> maybe just on call. Phone a friend, maybe? Maybe. Like a lifeline. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. This is the kind of stuff. And, and Regan, you've been into the, the, the hot rod hobby for a while, right? A little bit, yeah. So this, this kind of thing, this, this little vehicle... Uh, it, it, that's see, it. Screams Southern California. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, East Coast to me doesn't even seem. It seems like alien territory for a car well, like this. Well, we
2: can really go down a rabbit hole if you want to talk about the different styles. Probably, it's a lot probably. like East Coast West, Cal- West Coast rap. You know, okay. there's there's two different ooh, styles. Ooh. They're One, the same, one's, but one's a little the, dirty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I almost I, this car actually looked familiar to me, but it's not. Um, it looked like a, a car I used to help a friend. Uh, campaign out at the Salt Flats with a blown uh, flathead four-cylinder. As a no matter kidding. of fact, yeah, it looks huh. very similar, red and black scheme. Uh, his was also a uh, a twenty-nine roaster on Deuce Rails, as we call them, thirty-two Ford Rails. But the, looking at the uh, the article that Eric sent us, it looks like it was a hot rod first on the street, and then turned into a race car. Or digging a little deeper in some of the build
1: pictures, <laughs> he went totally. G-
2: I yeah. didn't realize he had race car. Because right? oh, yeah. the, the fifty thousand dollars price tag got my. Got my eye. Okay. Um, it's a very well built car, very nice car, it, and uh, would why? why thank fun you. To have, I you did know, well. So, yes, good, <laughs> good taste, good, good selection. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and I'll tell you what. The fun thing about those is even with a, a mildly warmed over flathead, you throw a McCullough supercharger or something on it, or a couple glass packs. <laughs> glass packs. It might, there we Might,
1: are. might be able a glass pack there. That's th- a that's a lake pipe.
0: Right? Okay, it's a lake. It's a lake pipe. Yeah, uh, that's West Coast. That's got to be a blast to drive. I, it would have to be, yeah. Because would make great noise. You're like sitting, you know, six inches off the ground. Four speed. Uh, this one appeared to have the a
2: top loader four speed. Okay. That's what it looked like. It, uh, I would have to go back and review it.
0: But yeah. So back in the day, they put like LaSalle transmissions oh, yeah. or some of the other, mm-hmm. you know, kind of big luxury car transmissions in them with nice ratios, so you could get up to. A decent speed, and that's what I love when you see somebody who's built one of those, and they have built it with period parts, yes. as opposed to. I'm not knocking the T5. I like the T5 because you know what? If it breaks, you gotta. I can go to AutoZone
1: and get parts. Right. Yes. Right. And... Or or you can talk to the AutoZone computer and brush the human yeah. aside. Yeah. Just
2: <laughs>
0: feel like get out of my way.
2: No, there's a well a car like this is a to me it's a awesome balance of modern fabrication and racing parts. Yep mingled in with the traditional parts it's very well done yeah, yeah definitely it, these cars are exciting to me
0: so right. what was the price on that one?
1: Forty nine thousand five hundred, and that's on racingjunk.com, so you know that's a that's a fixed price but you might be coming a little bit less you can probably drive it home
0: yeah drive it home today for it's in
1: mm-hmm. ohio i believe
0: five bills that was
1: the other thing this guy in ohio has a bunch of cars so I'm, I, there must be some kind of a collector in ohio because uh, if you go to racingjunk.com, you'll see a bunch of them come from the same spot in Ohio.
0: Ohio is another one of those states like Minnesota and Wisconsin where the winters are long enough. There's some really cool, talented people there. And six months out of the year, they're in a garage building cool stuff. Yeah. Yep. You only see it a couple times a year. But <laughs> uh, I love California. I like If I'm buying something old, it'd be nice to go out west and get something rust-free. But uh, there's some cool stuff here in the Midwest to see for sure. Yeah. All right, Daryl, so you got away from the salt flats. You didn't buy yeah.
1: into the uh, Regan mood of the show. What, what do you got going on here? Yeah,
0: I, I'm not a speed. I'm more sure. of a style guy. <laughs> uh, uh, I like I like mostly old stuff with four doors because it's cheaper, uh, and that is definitely the case with this car that I picked this week. It's a 1952 Cadillac Series 62 sedan, which is kind of like not their Fleetwood, not their Eldorado, not the big top of the line. It's kind of the Sedan de Ville, if you will, uh, of that era. And this is the Harley uh, Harley Earl designed Cadillacs of this era. A classic GM designer, big, beefy, l- beautiful car with lots of chrome. And this is a uh, kind of a seafoam green metallic. Seafoam. Yeah. It is a gorgeous, pure early '50s car. Uh, a lot of these vehicles didn't really survive because the uh, the, the metal was very thin, especially the chrome in really? this era. Yes. The early 50s cars, because of the Korean War, they needed the nickel for the war effort and a lot of the other metals they used for uh, the chrome plating. So the chrome plating was really kind of piss-bore, and a lot of the other metal was kind of thin. So if you see one that's in nice condition, it's either been really taken care of or somebody spent a lot of money restoring it. This car, where I grew up, it's at a used car lot. It's been there for I want to say almost a year.
1: Do you drive by this place or do you find it on the web?
0: Yeah, I drove. I, I drove past it and I did a, a U turn. Like you know, I'm going to visit my folks. I'm yeah. like, um, I'll take another <laughs> half hour. Mr. J's Super Center. Mr. J's Motors in, in Lake Villa, Illinois. Lake Villa, Illinois, yeah. right off of Route 83. Yeah. And this poor thing has been sitting up there for so long. They want eighty nine ninety five for the car. And it's it doesn't seem outrageous. It no, rides no. and drives for as clean as that car is. That's a steal. God, how it, much are those white walls? Uh, about two sixty a piece. <laughs> so <laughs> you start doing the math. Yeah, it's got the giant, uh, probably sixteen inch white walls on it. Three thirty one, probably a two barrel V eight and a hydromatic transmission. It's a pretty bulletproof uh, drivetrain. And this does not have the air conditioning. The air conditioned cars back then had uh, the condenser and stuff in the trunk and it had a big Frigidaire logo on it because. Frigidaire was a division of GM. Yeah, nice. I have a Frigidaire, General Motors Frigidaire refrigerator Frigi- yeah. in your garage. Ooh, yeah.
2: No kids. Still taking away. Next
1: to his Ford. Yeah.
0: See. But so. The, no, you're right, Daryl. There was some cool stuff. Yeah. And the and the AC cars had these like scoops, like uh, uh, fresh air intakes yeah. in the back. This doesn't have it. But uh, when I was a real little kid, I remember going to a junkyard with my with my old man. We were looking for parts for some other project. And there was a green one of these, a dark kind of a uh, like an army green color. And I remember thinking it was the coolest car in the world. It had no floors; it was completely rotted out. And I felt so bad for it because it was—you could tell it was probably some grandpa's pride and joy. And it just Midwest car just rotted out. I would love to save this car. I probably can't because my wife would kill me. Uh, but for eighty nine ninety five,
1: releasing one of your
0: cars to the wild, and then... no, okay, just checking. No, I have a problem selling stuff. But uh, eighty nine ninety five, not bad. Oh. He needs a bigger barn. Yeah, we're gonna need a bigger barn. Yeah, uh, that, bigger boat. that car will demand a bigger barn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty good size.
1: Now the the, the metalwork on this, this is like every Art Deco idea is like thrown into this thing. I mean, you look at the curves of the front bumper, that that massive grill, and and it looks like the hood is like hanging over the grill. Even it just does. You yeah. can see just how much influence Harley
2: Earl had at the time. I mean, yeah. he he owned that division yeah. at the time because of from the Dagmars
0: to the mini fins in the back. He, he did
1: everything. How did they hammer? I mean, was that pressed out? I mean, were the machines banging these things out? Or?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of that stuff. Well, I think it was just stamped. And if you yeah. look at the old, there's some old assembly line footage from back then where they got, like, 200-ton presses and mm-hmm. things. I mean, they just had an insane amount of uh, th- th- make this type but of the thing. Amount of, the amount of force to make that hood. I yeah. Mean, that that hood is
1: going twenty different directions, you know, it just yeah. seems crazy to me.
0: Compound curves. That's that's one of the reasons that it's gonna cost me an arm and a leg to redo some <laughs> of the metal on my forty seven Chevy because you look at it, it's like it's not just a curve, it's it's a curve this way, curve that way. Mm-hmm. And if you had some guy fab up some some patch panels, he'd be like, That's gonna be like five grand. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. He's gonna lead fill most of it and <laughs> <Yeah>. knock <laughs> it out by hand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, we'll see. It's cool. Regan, what do you got? Are you looking at uh, some cool old stuff, well, or new stuff, or?
2: I go down rabbit holes like you guys too, and I, I don't necessarily always find the cheapest thing that kind of gets my attention. Oh, that's good. But uh, we were looking at motorcycles
1: last month. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. mentioned the uh, the motorcycles, but I did. I did also find a Cadillac. Really? Yeah, from the era when I was cutting my teeth at the first dealership, a uh, a '93 Cadillac DeVille Limited Edition Gold Key Edition. <laughs> with a whopping 837 miles on it. 837 Oh, 89 889 see a picture. miles. See a picture of that, oh, yeah. Oh, the two-tone color yes. is amazing. It's uh, been stored in Wyoming. Oh man.
0: Did you see uh, this? It, or no. oh, I'm
2: sorry, it's, again. It's been stored in Montana in a air-conditioned and heated airplane <laughs> hangar.
0: So two-tone like a maroon, like a yeah. burgundy and Yeah, burgundy and, silver. and maroon,
2: burgundy and silver. Yes, it is pristine. Okay. It's not even leaking oil. They drove it 1 mile a year according to the description just to keep the belts and the seals. Just a going. hanger car. Yeah. Just so when they fly so, in, that's a car they can yeah, drive. The minimum downtown. of eight miles a year, or yeah. one mile a year, but somehow they still manage to rack up 889 miles. But this is, this is where it goes a little off the rails. Um, it's got 17 bids on eBay already. Okay. And it's up to $20,000. Now, with a buy-it-now
1: price of $34,000. Oh, my God. That's
0: rich. That is rich. Here's the
1: thing about that. Oh. That body... There's nothing to me desirable about that body. It's got the Landau top on it, too, right?
2: It's, uh, it is a Landau, yes. Is, is it a Fleetwood? Or is no, it a it's sedan?
0: a it's a DeVille. Okay, so we're talking Sedan DeVille with maybe some extras. It's not even a De Delegance. Not,
1: yeah, no, not no even it's, the it's
2: a gold key edition, Daryl. D- those were nice. Yes. those,
0: those are
1: like nice. the key it, to
2: the it, city? The, the, the ashtray <laughs> says, thank you for not smoking. Yeah. <laughs> So is yeah. so
0: classy. So, so it's a it's a it's a it's a, a well preserved why, why
1: is this one singing to you? Just because you're, you're vintage or
2: yeah, working? I just
1: I got this thing for preserved cars like that that somebody
2: loved this car so much for no reason. Yeah. And yeah. then somebody else had to love it for that long. It had to have been multi generational, just like oh no, don't touch the Cadillac. Now See? it's been sitting there for twenty years and it's gonna sit there for twenty years more and by God, they're gonna
0: get twenty grand for it. They will at least. Yeah. They might get more. That, and I, I'll, I'll, you and I are. I think we're kindred spirits in that regard because <laughs> yeah, I, and that, and many others. <laughs> I also love some stuff that should be in all for all intents and purposes that should be in a junkyard ten years ago.
2: Oh yeah, this thing should, should be long I gone. I cursed these things when I worked at the dealership because they were leaking oil, they had electrical problems, they were underpowered, they smelled yeah. like cigarettes. They were horrible cars. After like. The first eight hundred and ninety well, miles,
1: and like to, like I said to, to me, that car is stylist. So you would think that car will go extinct, and nobody will ever preserve. You're a right; copy it's of that. extremely boring. <laughs> it it is. is. It has
2: nothing. It, one, it couldn't hold the candle to one Dagmar off of that that car
0: you just showed, Daryl. But if you compare that, okay, and we're talking this is pre Northstar. Yes. So yes. this is like pre OBD
2: two pre Northstar. Yeah, it barely has an onboard computer.
0: We're talking maybe like one ninety five horse. Maybe. Maybe. yeah, 4.9 liter yeah. Uh, V8, little V8 in there. It's, like you said, it's a very boring yeah. corporate GM car from yeah. that era. But it still has the nice plush ride. It's big enough inside that you can actually fit a dude like me in there. Time capsule. First off, t-
1: yeah. okay, let me ask you this question. Yeah. If this car were sitting in Peoria yeah. and it were for sale for $8,000, would uh-huh. you buy it? Probably. You would? I would. Maybe. Yeah. What if it were four thousand? Yeah.
0: Oh for sure, it'd be in yeah. my driveway. Yeah. And I came I'll tell
2: you this. I have a friend and of mine. Then you know what I do? I'd take it home and I go, it still doesn't have a thousand miles on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Under under thousand yeah. miles. It's now, worth twenty grand. I saw it on eBay. I don't know. There's there's something uh, is it is it this way too? Like is there something to lust after as complex as that is for the time? It's a simple car compared to a new Cadillac.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know what it is, Daryl. It's it I think it's the time capsule factor. It has
1: to be because yeah. it can't be performance, it can't be looks. It can't you
2: know. And if I did own it, I wouldn't drive it. I would still keep <laughs> it, it be the under 1,000 miles. The 8- it, no, actually this has a 6 to CD changer in the trunk.
0: Oh. That's snap. ahead of its time. Yeah. Uh, 1993. Yeah, you could put your Yanni CD in it. Yeah, Michael Bolton. <laughs> Michael yeah. Bolton. What else? John Tesh, maybe. Maybe a little well, yeah. early yeah. for Tesh. Celine Dion. I don't yeah. know. Yes. But and the gold key—that was a thing. That was mm-hmm. a thing. You actually got like a twenty-four karat gold key. It came oh, in. Uh, it came God, in like I a, like a Tiffany-style box. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: I remember yep. that
1: though. Okay.
0: So you could take that home and be like, "Look, honey, for our anniversary, mm-hmm. this is what you mean to me." It has an ashtray, but it says no smoking. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. Well, Regan, well. I appreciate I appreciate your pick. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I do. I appreciate both.
1: Appreciate your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've picked a lot of weird stuff over the. But I mean, the, like I said, you, it's not performance. It's not style. It's not drivability. It's comfort. It's comfort, and, baby. In, in the pre-show banter, I did
2: say this in your in your defense, Eric. If I'm in your car museum and you tell me you got a 890 mile Cadillac in the corner, I'm go. That's cool. Yeah. You got any T-types? Yeah. You, got, you got an old Pontiac Grand <laughs> Am. You got anything
1: neat? But if it was mine, yeah. hey, you guys got to come look at my. That's oh, yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. We may have to make a separate section for the Cars of the Week. Because I, I think we have to document these things for <laughs> Should posterity. Should we vet them? Should yeah. We may, them? Maybe. It may be a criteria for being on the show. Yeah, I can
2: see <laughs> that. Because it could be a whole separate show. But these are the things that I stay awake up and, like, That's oh, hilarious. I just keep going
1: down the wormhole. Hey, huh? yeah. Everybody else feels like it's worth twenty grand, so apparently you're not alone. Yeah, why
0: is? It? Yeah, exactly. Because a new Cadillacs, a, a base that doesn't seat matter. You...
1: That doesn't matter. No, the does. car makes no sense. <laughs> it does. For 20
0: grand. It does. If you no. want a car with power seats, leather, all this, and a Cadillac symbol and a gold key, you're paying seventy grand.
1: When dollar bills are worth a hundred dollars, then that might make sense at twenty grand. I'm just yeah. saying, it, there's something wrong with that number. That car, that car is a twenty five hundred dollar ride all day long with miles on it. It's mind boggling that it's at twenty grand yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: Look, you can buy Kobe beef or you can buy a quarter pound. They're both going to be delicious. This is true. That's all I'm saying. Man. Well,
1: then get the quarter pounder for Kobe Price. You just carp you just carpemo.
0: Ah, yeah, you just put
2: that together. I'll just get 10 <laughs> yeah, quarter pounders. All right.
1: Well, I think on this bombshell, that's a great way to end the show. Probably. Yeah. For, yeah. Never for good talk, or just Never tonight? talk to Regan again. All right, yeah. <laughs> nice knowing you, Regan. That's what you guys get for
2: having me as your... First returning guest. Yeah, yeah. Well, appreciate it.
0: It's uh, been a pleasure uh, as well, always. We'll uh, what to
1: expect? With I love it, Gabe, yeah. when he comes back on the show. Right? Thank yeah. you. Set the bar high. <laughs> Let's now, see what he picks for his car of the week. That's true. Yeah, yeah, huh? It might be something just as bad as that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. Thanks again for being on the show, Regan. Uh, it's always a pleasure. And uh, we're gonna look forward to having another show with Regan. We're gonna talk a little bit about the technical aspects of his job and uh, and h- how you get to be a field technical specialist with a major automotive manufacturer. So look out for that real soon. Uh, so I think with that, end the show.
0: Yeah, I think that will do it. Uh, again, like, subscribe, follow us, give us some reviews, and uh, thanks for uh, all of your feedback at info at uh, I'm Daryl Scott. I'm Eric Stahl. And I'm Regan Bull. And we'll see if he's ever on the show again. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, thank all of you for being on the show, and good luck to the decisions you make. I hope you can find some happiness. Good luck to you. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. Thank <laughs> you.